We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Hi, I'm Gary Roby. I am Victoria Laguna. And we're the hosts of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Join us as we argue about whether or not McGonagall would meow at Dumbledore. She wouldn't. As we ponder just how much Harry's fortune is worth. Just $40. As we guess how much mileage one gets out of an Ollivander wand. 100,000 jinxes. As we detail the ins and outs of Hogwarts Castle. He's only a model. Join us Monday through Friday, only from DuelingGenre.com. Mischief Managed. Dueling Genre. To Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one questionable Irish accent minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And Nick- I'm not Nick. <laughs> You're not Nick. Nick is still on an assignment, but luckily we are joined once again by Michael Barrett. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Of course. Today we are going back to minute number 24. Uh, which starts with Maggie telling Marty not to forget the misses and ends with Seamus coming home. Yeah, it, it bookend, it's bookended very nicely. It is. Uh, so, yeah, the Irish accent. I, I made a huge mistake today uh, because I have a list of movies that I, uh, you know, every year Nick and I on, on one of our podcasts, Not Writing, we do a rundown of the, our top 10 movies of the year. And so I have a list of movies that I need to get through, and today I just happened to watch Sing Street, mm. which was a huge mistake for these minutes because, oh boy, am I noticing how bad these Irish accents are. <laughs> uh, it is it is distracting, um, but uh, yeah, the I I she says America at one point, and it it is it doesn't it is the weird it is the weirdest sounding accent. Uh, in that word, especially, shouldn't it be like swallowing the e almost? So it's like yeah. America, America. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not good with accents, but I just I know what they supposed to sound like, right? Um, and it just uh, it it's it's not great. And I mean, you know, Leah Thompson, she's like, yeah, I you know, it was fun, and I did my best, and I, they probably wanted more of a cartoony irish accent for this right uh, and so it sort of works from that perspective but uh it's <laughs> from a accuracy perspective it is not that right yes uh yeah M- huge mistake watching sing street today i'm sure uh, she's pulling from several like regions of ireland oh i'm sure yeah yeah definitely well and she's probably doing a, a version of an irish accent that you know, you hear in in American movies about Irish people in America, right? Not about people who immigrated here. Yes, um, that, who is, would that have... is a very solid distinction, right? Uh, so accents get crazy once uh, everyone moves to New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Marty. All he does in this minute is repeat names. Yeah, and and claim to be Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yes. 
Also, he was about to say McFly. She's she's like, you know, might might I be asking who you are? And he's he's about to say McFly, which why would he start with his last name? Yeah. <laughs> also, the way that he like when he says it, he uh, he like looks down at his. He does a weird grab of his like <laughs> chest and then looks at his outfit like <laughs> right i don't know then, why that is the like this is it's clint eastwood like i'm definitely going with clint eastwood after this like ha- it's it's a it's almost soap opera-ish the way he like grabs and realizes like i can't say mcfly that would blow their mind right but then also there's a beat I, I love Michael J. Fox's acting there toward the end of that motion because there's a beat where he's just like, this is my moment. Yeah. I can I can be the most badass person who's ever been alive. Right. I can be Clint Eastwood. Which it it is crazy, like looking at it now, if if you speak with someone just like in their teens. Clint Eastwood strikes more as a director than a great Western hero. So I'm sure if somebody watches, I mean, one would hope if they're watching Back to the Future 3 and they're a teen, they've got some film knowledge and they're like, oh, yeah, he wasn't just a director. He was also in Westerns. <laughs> right. But that, I'm sure for some viewers, that is a weird reference to be throwing out. Right, it's sort of like uh it's sort of like the Ronald Reagan joke in the first movie. Right. You know. <laughs> uh you know, Clint Clint Eastwood the director like Right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, no, you're totally right. It's interesting. Um it I it's it's weird because even at that point it would be sort of a throwback. Yeah. Because Clint Eastwood wasn't a western star at the time no and wouldn't be again for another six or seven years right for um uh unforgiven right it right would now correct me if i'm wrong you you are the authority on this sort of thing they don't show any clint eastwood movie at any point do they in or the no. sec in the second oh, they one sh- they do they show just the watching bit. it yeah they show they, the bit they set up the bit for for later in this right. movie, but and and yeah, uh, Biff is watching in the jacuzzi. Do they say Clint Eastwood by name in that scenario? I he might refer to him as Clint, mm. maybe just like you know, like ah, oh, my guy Clint or something like that. Because that would be a little more future proofing, at least if they were like this person clint eastwood so even if you've never heard of this man like we've labeled him and in your case you assume that he's fictitious right uh that's true but Hmm. i need to now i want to go back and watch that scene and see what they uh what they did with that uh because you're right um yeah the 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 clint eastwood thing is uh i don't know it's it's just funny because because Marty, you know, you'd think you <laughs> like uh, I'm Harry, dirty Harry. Like I don't like, right. That's that's the Clint Eastwood that he would be he would know most about because 
Did he find the Westerns on his own? Because George does not strike me as a Western fan. This is true. Uh, it also worth noting, uh, just not even worth noting, just like hot damn, the the Dirty Harry films are so good. Save, yeah. for, save for like the Deadpool, which is pretty weird, but you get to see uh, lip syncing Jim Carrey. To, right. <laughs> what is right. it? It's ACDC or no, it's not ACDC. It's. Oh, I can't remember. He, he's he's a rock star and it's like super weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. That whole movie is. Yeah. But um, I forget. But which, yeah, the Dirty Harry movies are, are real good. Which is the one where they're on Alcatraz? Where they have to go to Alcatraz. I think it's the third or fourth one. I where, think it is. I think it's the third one. Where his partner is a woman. I forget, and I'm blanking on who it is. But like, I have only seen all of those once. Right. Uh, so I don't. I don't remember. They all kind, and I watched them sort of like in a, a fairly close together. Yeah. No, I I did the same. Um, yeah. But I just re- I just remember the Al- the one Alcatraz, which is either three or four, being like exceptional. They're all they're mm-hmm. all very enjoyable films, but. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to know how, how and why Marty got so into Clint Eastwood. Right. I, I presume maybe he just watched the spaghetti westerns like mm-hmm. on TV, like on a Sunday. Yeah. Or something um, with commercials and everything. Right. But it's also, it's also weird that they, I mean, he could have just gone with like an actual historical historical figure like Wyatt Earp or like Billy the Kid or well he probably would have been afraid because like mm, if he if right. he did yeah if he did that they'd be like wait what <laughs> right you're the notorious gambler <laughs> yeah oh uh I'm I mean Clint Eastwood sorry <laughs> you're very right from a, from a safety standpoint that would be quite the mistake <laughs> yeah um, I'm Doc Hollywood. Whoa, what? Although oh. that would probably get him into town a lot faster. I mean, because they <laughs> want to arrest him and collect like whatever money that was attached to his head. That's true. Oh, and then Doc could have broken him out of prison. Yeah. All right. I'm a little more. I'm actually a little more into that. now. Like, like <laughs> crazy, crazy bear. Doc <laughs> does Cra- the breakout. Crazy bear. Hermit Doc. Like that's oh the just like the 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 side of the the cell where Marty's in just like comes down. There's just like a silhouette of a bear and it steps forward into the light and it's Doc with the bear skin over himself. And Marty definitely has the moment where he's like, "Oh no, it's another bear!" Like <laughs> it's back for revenge. <laughs> in in the time of the old West, little known fact: bears held serious grudges. <laughs> They were like elephants then. Oh man, I I really like that alternate uh, that alternate storyline. It's the thing that I enjoy doing a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Sort of your thing. Um, yeah. So uh, we're also we're also introduced to oh one small thing that I I noticed and I just I love. As Marty's getting out of bed, he checks to see if he's wearing pants. <laughs> You're right. 
that's exceptional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's he's fallen for this one before. Right. And there's no hope chest for sure. Right. Oh man. I love that. Um Yeah, they, yeah. it they've been here for five years, you said, or like about about thereabouts, they're doing no, real well. They, they well, no, they've been in America no longer than five years, right? And but like when when he sees William and Maggie holding him, there's a like the the ceramics on the shelf over there. Oh yeah, and like the chairs look pretty nice as well. Those are all nice wood finish. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got that, uh, what is that, a bench over there behind her? Right. That is a gorgeous bench. Like, everything has been lacquered and has a sheen to it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess you, I mean, I would make the joke that, well, it's not like they're growing much because they're in the middle of a desert. But as we could see, uh, Marius somehow stumbled into Narnia. Right. There's greenery outside of every window you look. <laughs> right. Suddenly they're in Michigan for some reason. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. Uh, so William Sean McFly is... The first uh, of the McFly's to be born in America. Which I... Uh, well, she says... For, okay, so, so uh, that line struck me as odd because... The line is the first in our family to be born in America. Right. So first of all, Maggie is is a is married into the McFly family. So for her to say the first of our family to be born in America feels weird if she's talking about the McFlies. If she's talking about their immediate family, it makes sense, except that there's no other kids. Well, what might have happened in an unfortunate twist is that there might have been another McFly child who was born in Ireland who died. Oh. But. That's a really sad and depressing thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's the, I mean, that would justify the way she's presenting the line but she's also it's it's very strange for her to even present that information to a stranger like right well because that's my that's the third thing because the other reason that she would say it that way is if she's knows that marty is a mcfly and is saying this is the first of our family born in america (laughs) Right, which so which yeah, creates a whole other slew of problems, which then the movie never leans into. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. It's a weird line. It's it's a very strange. It's it's just in general a strange thing. Like when you see anybody's child, they say, "Oh, this is my you know my baby Milo." he's six months old like they'll they'll give that fact but i suppose maybe in you know if you've just come to america you're very proud of the fact that uh your child is the first of your family to be born in america Mm -hmm. it it is presumably the land of opportunity right so the line would make sense if she said you know this is this is william shaw mcfly the first 
McFly to be born in America. Then you're like, okay, now right. the line makes sense. It's just the fact that she said our family. Yeah. That poses so many questions. Maybe it's maybe just in the script writing process, they were like, we've said McFly a ton. We have to, like, they have a cap on how many times McFly can be said. (laughs) And so they're like, oh, we're nearing our 100 for this script. We got to cut one. It's okay. Let's say our family. That's fine. Like, everybody (laughs) will understand it. Nobody will be making a podcast about this, you know, 30 years in the future, uh, discussing the merits of a string full of words. That's crazy. (laughs) Right. I, you know, to be fair, it is crazy. Um, and Bob Gale, Bob Gale has said as much when he was told about our podcast. So uh, that's ac- I would say that that is factually accurate. <laughs> we got to stick to the script. It's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, William McFly, um, we saw a picture of him earlier in the film when uh, Doc and Marty were in the library. Mm hmm. We saw a picture of William as a as you know Marty aged, um, with the with the part down the middle of his head, uh, you know early nineteen hundreds, right? Will William, um, but uh, yeah, and then and then William eventually uh, grows up and becomes Grandpa McFly in the video game, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, in presumably, um, if he's still alive in 1955, he would he would have been 70 mm-hmm. in 1955. Uh, you know, be uh, Grandpa McFly. But of course, we don't see any of George's family members, and we presume it's because they're all dead and buried in his backyard. Right. Um, right. As <laughs> yeah, there's there's a darkness to him. <laughs> right. He lives alone in that house. No one knows, but he does. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, William, William McFly. Um, it's interesting seeing, you know, with, obviously the video game does, uh, a lot to, to help this, but it's, it's interesting seeing such a minor character as William McFly so much throughout history <laughs> of, of Hill Valley. You know, mm-hmm. we see him as an infant. We see that picture of him as a young man and then he's in the video game. As uh, it's 1931, so he, he was like, he was kind of an open book as far as what was what was available for him to do. They're like, well, it's it's the one spot, right? Here's his time to shine, right? Uh, I really uh, it's 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 fun. It's it's interesting knowing like o- almost the entirety of of the McFly family tree, um, from you know Seamus down yeah uh it's not many movies you could say that about so this is true yeah it's interesting uh but uh yeah i don't know um william william sean mcfly that's a baby not much not much else to say about the baby nah i would say he's got a cute gerber baby face he does (laughs) very much so uh, he's got a little bonnet and he seems very enamored with Marty. Yes. I mean, Marty is wearing, uh, <laughs> a, ch- a children's television show outfit. Right. <laughs> so you, even, even in that light, I'm sure the child would be like, that is a vibrant and like he, 
<laughs> looks like if Miss Frizzle were teaching about atoms in the West. Right. Why those scenarios would be mashed together, I can't tell you. <laughs> but uh well atom bomb testing mm. obviously there we go there we go yeah. it's time to go to nevada kids <laughs> yeah. oh man every time i think of magic school bus i think of that episode where uh that one kid like took off his mask in space and died yeah that i i think everybody it's like yeah arnold took his helmet off and his cousin was like arnold no and then his head <laughs> turns into ice cubes yeah. And then he survives. <laughs> right. He just gets a cold because right. he took his helmet off on Pluto. Right. <laughs> Arnold definitely got blew up by that uh, atomic bomb. Yeah. I mean, trip. he knew he should have stayed home that day. <laughs> and he knew he should have worn his radiation suit. But mm -hmm. Arnold being Arnold. Oh, well. Uh, anyway, I think that's all I've got for this minute. Yeah. All I mean, right. we actually we actually do get now that I'm looking at the final frame before Seamus enters, we get a better sort of view of like more of the house. And again, they are doing very well for themselves. They've got yeah. a fireplace and like a, a like the full set of f photos, which I'm assuming, I mean, to get a photo, not a cheap ordeal. Like, right? Because that's... No, yeah. I mean, the only photos that exist, there's no casual photos that exist. Right. It's it's all, you know, big... Portraiture. Yeah, portraiture. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a whole... That's a day. You know, like, oh, we're going to go get our picture on Saturday, and that's all we're going to do that day. Yeah, it seems like on the uh, atop the fireplace on that shelf, there's some sort of portrait, like, small portrait. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, next is like some goblets and a fair amount of light. They've got a lot of lanterns going. Or uh, yeah. You know what? And I'm just now realizing this, but prop. Let, let's give let's give respect again to the to the you know the unsung heroes in the set department because I'm just now realizing that this cabin is very closely laid out. To the McFly family home in 1985. Oh my gosh! With the fireplace and the mantle, and then the 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 doorway where where Marty is standing would be like the hallway to the bedrooms, mm -hmm. and then there's the dining room table right there. Huh? It's like a little miniature McFly family home. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Huh. It seems a little strange now that I think about it, uh, although maybe it is just we have a stranger, so we are moving the baby's crib right next to the front door, but that seems like a weird place to put a baby's crib. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless although you, it's unless next you're to the fireplace. It's next to right. the fireplace. They're trying to keep the baby warm. Never mind. I retract my weirdness claim. Okay. I guess that's, that's true. I was going to say, unless you're a witch and you're trying to cook the baby, and then mm. it's a perfect place. Yeah, it's a slow broil of baby. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's a really nice fireplace. Yeah. Like, it... They're, the McFlies are doing very well for themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, they built all of this, but... Right. Uh, but uh, 
it's it is a nice it's a nice little cabin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Michael, why don't you uh, tell people? I mean, you mentioned the animated pilot. Yes. Uh, but why don't you give people a little bit more detail and tell them where they can find it? Oh, okay. Uh, on my YouTube channel, Belated Media, uh, it's a pilot called Obituary, A Grave Beginning. It follows June Crocker, a girl whose uh, parents were killed in a freak satellite accident. Uh, and then she is raised by the ghost of the mortuary. And uh, yeah, it was written and co-created and like directed by my my brother and I. Uh, and it actually just recently broke a million views, which is very cool considering I don't have any animation on my channel and I'm not known for animation. And it's the first sort of like, hey, this is a creative thing that I've done. Um, so if you'd like to see some of the small world that we're starting to construct of obituary, uh, go check it out. We appreciate your viewage and shareage and likeage and commenting and subscribing and all that goodness that comes with YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, how was that for a pitch? I'm real bad when it comes to that. <laughs> no, no, it was good. Uh, and and I I will say, um, you know, it it is a really good pilot, and I everyone who uh, listens to this should go check it out. That's I mean, that's the thing is it, it's a it's a show about a, a little girl who's raised by ghosts. That is that is a great pitch, um, and uh, it's it's. Hopefully you guys get to do many, many, many more episodes because I think it's it's a phenomenal idea with, with really fun characters. And yeah. It's a good pilot. It's and there really are a pilot. handful of characters which you haven't seen yet, uh, which were like we delve into in later episodes that we've written out. There's one we've, – we've mentioned the Industrial Revolution before. There's an inventor from the Industrial Revolution who's a part of this. There's mm -hmm. a phantasm that's existed for – some 6,000 plus years uh, that plays a fairly fun role in June's world. Uh, but those are all episodes that haven't yet happened because <laughs> animation is expensive and we're figuring out how to make sure that more episodes can happen. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope all the best and everyone should definitely go check out the pilot because uh, more views means uh, it'll be more likely to get picked up, I would imagine. Yes. Uh, One would so, hope. yeah. So definitely go check that out uh, on uh, Belated Media, uh, Michael's uh, YouTube page. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow with Minute 25. Yeah. Bye.